Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, Cosmic Podcast family. Welcome to part two with the incredible Gerald Clark. If you listen to the first part of this, um, it does get a little bit lighter in this. In the second part. Uh, somebody commented that, uh, quote unquote, Gerald took me to the depths of despair. And I was trying to figure out in the middle of the conversation, like the word that I was feeling for it, because yeah, I felt it too. I was like, oh my goodness, man, like what are we even do about this. Um, But in the second part, it is a lot more liberating. So we're going to talk about the laws of Atlantis, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, uh, the plans of the New World World Order, how to avoid the coming slavery and destruction, uh, activating your Merkaba and light body, and the sun activating our DNA and riding a wave of consciousness as an analogy. So uh, really, really cool... um, topics at the end and it's not as dis- if you listen to the first part you're gonna to want to listen to the second part um so i want to thank you guys if you want to support the show just leave a review in itunes is the easiest and best way share episode share every episode share this episode um that's always helpful and this one is from slp photos in australia it says inspirational and consciousness expanding an old soul and a young energetic body and mind amazing guests contests content that touches your heart and inspires the soul to strive to learn expand our awareness and actively make our world a better place through the sharing of kindness and love one listen will quickly conveys matt's passion and drive to share his and his amazing guests and diverse guests knowledge love and ideas that can change the world starting with each of us listen learn and get inspired you won't regret it well thank you so much for leaving that review i really appreciate it i want to thank you guys who have been supporting me on patreon I was told if 1% of my listeners give $1 a month, I'll be taken care of. And I feel like, you know, my goal is to get listeners around the world. And that would be amazing just to keep the podcast going. So, um, yeah, you could do that as well. And those of you guys who want to check out the coaching, uh, just go to Matt Belair forward slash coaching. We'll get you all hooked up. Thanks to my sponsor, Purium. You can use Activate Health. Just go to bit.ly Activate Health and use Activate Health as the code. And now they have CBD, which I've been trying to get in Canada forever. And everyone's always told me, take CBD. It's a huge body up- upgrade. So they have CDB- CBD. You can use the $50 gift card for that or their gut biome product or anything for sports, nutrition, energy, health, sleep, immune system. It's not GMO. It's really uh, incredible stuff. And I think that's it. Oh, yeah, go sign up for the email list and do all that kind of good stuff um, if you want to stay in touch. It all helps. So let's just get into it now with Gerald. And before we do it, um, let's just come into a powerful state of harmony and peace and, and focus on acting our ener- activating our energetic light body. And all you do is just hold that intention. So taking a deep breath in through your nose and just imagine po- pulling in powerful crystalline light and turning on your light body, your higher self your infinite multidimensional body, just seeing it activate, holding that breath. And just breathe out slowly, any any limitation, every care, every doubt, every concern of the day, just let that go. 
Now take in another deep breath in through your nose and just double this feeling, seeing this light body activate, pulling a light into your body and just see it grow, this auric field, this energy connected to all things, like a powerful being, just like an animal and trees. We have this connection with spirit and just see your aura and spirit expand and connect to all things. And just breathe out any limitation, any old belief, old habit, anything that's pulling you down or you just need to let go of now. Now take it one last deep breath in through your nose and really magnify this energetic body, this powerful, infinite energetic body and just send out love and gratitude to all beings on the planet. Peace and love and gratitude for all beings. And just see that energy come back to you, magnified a million fold and just let that energy come in and just feel your body just activate in peace and love and gratitude. So there you go. We're ready for part two with the man Gerald Clark. This happens. They don't need 7 billion of us. And this is where the Georgia Guidestones come in. That is the new world order mandate of their commandments, what they want. They want no more than 500 million of us on this planet. That's the truth. Hmm. So, you know, as part of separating dissidents, maybe that's going to happen. And, and, you know, the other terrible part that I want to bring up for people that are following the Bible and going, oh, well, you know, God must be telling us the truth because these prophecies are happening. Look, I'm one or the other in the headlines. Let me tell you, if you've got the kind of money like the Rothschild said, do you realize he has $500 trillion himself in 144 countries with banks and every one of them? $500 trillion himself. What kind of psyops could you run with that money? How many armies could you set up opposing each other while you take over countries and steal resources? Listen, <laughs> with that kind of money, uh, you can play God and you can make prophecies come true. I can I can make Isaiah come true, and Damascus will be a ruinous heap. Damn it, it's not there yet, but I'm getting there. It's almost there. <laughs> See what I'm saying? They have been make the Zionists have done more to make Bible prophecy come true, which is really Enlil's war plan, than the the than Enlil's uh, original Jews did. I mean, they would go into civil other countries and they would integrate. The Zion Jews don't. They view everyone as goyim. And they have a plan to take over the world. And all of us serve them while they get all the money based on Marduk's teachings and Babylonian money magic. It's right in the Talmud and the principles of Zion. So people don't know that or going along, getting along. Well, you're a good Chev Goy. That's what they call you, right? But we're all, they all collude together. We're all, if you're not one of them, you are an insect. That's right. All right. So <laughs> I, I'm just imagining somebody running on a treadmill listening to this podcast. Just even me, like if I were listening to this, like go to the gym, like Gerald, man, like, come on, I'm gonna have nightmares. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. So is there okay. like, okay, what about, what about, and I, you might destroy this. So I don't want to ask this. Question. No, I promise I won't. <laughs> No, there's a, I was like, oh God, you know, because the other flip side and what I try to go, you know, when I read, I don't know, Life Masters of the Far East, I go into meditation, love that altered series. states. Love that, love that. Yeah, from, from Jay Campbell, right? Friggin', well, he's, he recommended it to me. It's fantastic. And so, you know, I look at these states and like ascending my consciousness and there's a big part of people saying we're going through the ascension and I know there's a lot of messery with that, but also there is an expansion of consciousness with the ability to, you know, 
uh, the internet to just share information instantly, yeah. new technologies, which you're into. So do you so see it? For all you out there, I'll tell you what Matt's yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> a happy ending. Okay. <laughs> well, at least one that's ending. like, yeah, at least there is, one a, that's happy, there like, is a happy ending. God, 26,000 years. Can I avoid that? That's what I'm asking. Can I, can I miss it? Like, well, <laughs> I, actually, I'm going to give you some really kind of esoteric, and this needs a lot more time. It needs a whole nother show. Okay. What yeah. is, the, what is the good news? Yeah. Number well, you one, can do, okay. number one, against his brother's will, Enki put a genetic seed in us that whose source comes from the creator of all. Okay. It's not considered an artificial viral replicating intelligence like the soulless beings and the grays and some of them that are just an intelligence that just look to replicate themselves. They have no connection back to or any concern about a bigger picture in the creator ball. Okay. We didn't come from that. We came from a seed with a soul that goes right back to the source of it all, which is the creator of all, which is light. Okay. So this unmanifested energy, which is the infinite intelligence, the source, whatever Thoth, call, Thoth calls it, lots of different names in his Emerald Tablets. Let's just call it the creator of all. That's a good one. We are from that. And he has given us in his writings what constructs were given to us so that we find our way back to that, even though we're enslaved. Okay, so the Egyptians had a concept of a, two energies, a ba and a ka. The ka is the energy you're born into of illusion, where you live a a material reality, and you don't even know that you're a spiritual being, right? You never even care about that. Okay. Hey, got a season pass, a football game, and got, got my six-pack. It's all good, right? Like that. <laughs> Whereas uh, the, the truth is, in Atlantis, the beings that Enki was managing there under that civilization, and this is why Solon wanted to know about this, they had been, they were living what he called the goal which was self-actualization and getting as close back to the source as they could based on where they were in this dimension. You can only go so far in this dimension. Let's talk about that. In this dimension, we're ruled by cycle masters, and apparently there are seven of them. Even though there's a total of nine in the whole regiment, we are assigned seven of them. And these are called out in Emerald Tablet 6 of the false writings. Okay? They each assigned to a different chakra. So the seven cycle masters match exactly to your chakras and they are given the functions of controlling those levels of quantized consciousness in humans on the seventh planet, seven chakras, seventh planet. You start to see the pattern here. Okay. And so as you progress, you will realize that that energy that you're pursuing in this self-actualization in overcoming the illusion, when you do that, you're approaching the energy that he calls the ball. The Ba energy is your infinite sun-soul energy that allows you to realize this is just a game. I'm just an avatar. I'm here having a transient experience and a meat host. That's not important. I'm absolutely not afraid of dying because I'll trade that meat house out for another one. I wonder if I have another mission. Otherwise, I'm going to hang out in my celestial hammock until I'm needed again, right? Or I'm going to be reading some more <laughs> esoteric stuff that I didn't have time to when I was down there on the prison planet. See what I'm saying? When you reach that level, According to Thoth and the creator of all, you're no longer playing the game, the matrix game. You're a servant of reality and your life changes and your mission changes. And you're only a servant of light. And listen, that doesn't mean you're out to wake everyone up and change everything. You finding light in and of yourself 
through the masters of the Far East, through yoga, through Zen meditation, whatever it is, when you find the self and the not self are distinguished and you focus on the not self, which is your template energy, your Ba energy from the creator wall, when you find that, you're done. Your ascension's over. The rest of the time you're here is just to serve the reality that was given to you in these writings, which is light. And you don't know what light's gonna have you do. It's unmanifested, right? When it hits you and decides what it wants you to do, it'll let you know then. Until then, just be happy with the now and be the best you can be as an example to yourself. I mean, you're seeking your own boundaries of your performance envelope, right? Keep doing that, but also include the energetic level and find out what you can do about that. So you've talked about that. Well, from the outside, if we're distinguishing lo loci of control, you've got the inside, which you think you're in control of, and the outside. By the way, there's no, there's no inside and outside, okay? That's just a dualistic way of thinking. We know that as the sun, or as our solar system migrates to the galactic center, almost sinusoidally like a wave, that when it gets close to the center, it receives all the energy that's being pulled in that nebulous shape back to the galactic center. I mean, our, it's in a spiral nebula, like a pancake, right? Well, if they're in the center of the pancake, you're gonna have more energy than you do outside of that, just by the nature of gravity and what it does to this material form, okay? And we don't really know what gravity is. That's a whole other show. Actually, I've got that down to do as a premium content show for my channel. <laughs> so when, the, when our solar system goes through there, it's a burning rock, okay? And it's gonna go through gas and dust and crap. Well, what do you think is going to happen? You pour gas and dust on a burning rock, it's going to get hotter, right? So in terms of solar system physics, without being too simplistic, if that happens and our sun changes quanta, which means energy levels, just like you can pump energy into a system and its valence shells get all stirred up and then they go out to the next valence shell, right? The spherical boundary that's not contiguous, but discrete quantized step one step two step three and you can go to your periodic table of elements and see what those are for everyone they're listed on there what the valence shells are okay well if you do this to the sun and it goes to another quantized state guess what it's going to give off something it's going to give off a new energy and it's going to happen every time it goes through there until the life of this star goes supernova and explodes or it dies and implodes on itself and it becomes a dark star or a brown dwarf or red dwarf, you know, like that. So our life is very much like the life of a planet <laughs> in the sense that every 26,000 years or so, about the, about the time when we're, the sun is rising in a, uh, where Pisces goes into Aquarius, you can see where that happens. That's where we line up with the Mayan prediction of the dark rift, which is the galactic center. Well, when that happens, our solar system is gonna get hit with energy and there's gonna be massive environmental changes, which we're kind of seeing right now. And one of those I predicted in my analysis of the Enuma Elish was that's probably the place, if I had to guess, where Nibiru got stripped from its solar system and somehow got trapped into our solar system because they called it an intruder planet for that reason. Okay, So I think about the time we go through the galactic center, and my prediction was that's probably the point where we ended up with this 12th planet in our uh, solar system. Well, if that's the case, we're entering that stage right now. We're entering the age of Aquarius. We're going into the galactic center right now. 
So the energy is going to be increasing. And according to Timothy Leary, we have latent DNA circuits that he discovered, eight of them in our system. And I won't go over all of them. I put them in my Seven Planet Mercury Rising book. The eighth one is triggered energetically. Ta-da! Imagine that. So if you're alive, this is my supposition, when you go through the galactic center and the energy just reaches the right threshold for your human energy body, what do you think is going to happen, Matt? Ideally expand. Some yeah. way. Well, think about energy your shock. Body. Think, about, yeah. think about a rising tide lifts all boats. Okay. Does that, that analogy make sense? Yeah. When this energy increases, it's going to affect everybody's energy body. For good or ill, you know, it's going to depend on where you are in this process to determine what you do. Now, if you're not processing that and you're stuck in your red chakra, you're going to act out red chakra stuff bad. You're going to act out the consciousness of where you are when that comes. And hopefully you can ride that wave like a snowboarder or a surfer and catch that energy at the crest and go right to the peak of it and get the highest place you want to be because that's what you want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're doing that. You're doing that. So the idea of ascension is not escape, it's transformation. And listen, there, I, I don't know if it means that new quantized state of the sun immediately changes all life forms, because it does. The light from the sun regulates all life forms. Well, if it changes, all life forms are going to change. What does that mean? Does that mean this avatar no longer has to have meat, but it can just be light? It seems to be that is where we're going, because thought tells us we're in the process of becoming light. And I think that makes sense to me, uh, just looking physically at what's happening in our galaxy relative to these spiral arms. We live on the Orion arm of our galaxy, galactic, and we're about two-thirds of the way out on it, right? Not, not, not all the way. No, we're not that close to the center. So we're taking a, a spinning ride on a heliacal moving sun while we're spinning around with it. So it's all moving. There's nothing stationary at all. So change comes with cyclic cyclic wobbles in our galactic center whether it's a black hole whatever you want to call it our whole galaxy has a wobble that causes everything it's dragging along with it to wobble so this seems to be where the little sinusoidal wobble comes that creates what we call the kali yuga cycle or our great year there's a sataya yuga kali yuga these are the hindu names for these long wobble cycles that are assigned to who the cycle masters that's what they manage they manage consciousness as a function of these large epics that are essentially caused by wobbles. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So yeah. Utanas, Quertas, Chietals, Sembetal, Goyana, and Ardal, these ones out of Emerald Tablet 6, they are the ones that Enki looks up to and the ones that Thoth looks up to and have alliances with because they're the ones that set the consciousness on this dimension for all of us because there are conscious goals for each dimension, right? You're supposed to get from here to here. You're supposed to wake up from a barbarian to become light in this one, right? That's, mm -hmm. That was Thoth's mission. That's how he talked about the land of Kim. He was raising them to the light. Okay, that makes me feel better, but let me just throw this back at you to see, okay. see, see where I have distortion and how you feel about it. So I've heard, you know, about the veil and uh, in the Bible we'll talk about, uh, uh, yeah, separating... Um, wait, the harvest, right? The so harvest. the way that I'm hearing this and the way that I've kind of thought about it myself was like, okay, ascension time and saying like, this is a critical point in history, all that kind of stuff. You know, I've been hearing that for a long time and it, and it resonates with me. And so the idea I feel like you might be presenting would be, 
let's say the sun activates our DNA activates and almost like a psychedelic experience or an ayahuasca, it's all a reflection of your consciousness, your choice, your intentions and who you are. So you take a whole bunch of acid and all this nightmare stuff happens and you can't handle it. That's like your consciousness being able to handle it in some sort of manner. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the ability when this high energy state comes from a reflection of your work and your choices on this planet to kind of basically, yeah, ride that wave, to go and direct and have like an ability, have a, a, a little bit of self-mastery or awareness or consciousness to steer towards what feels good, what feels right, what like aligned to you in whatever coherent state. And if you're kind of stuck at a, this lower level, like root chakra, fear, anger, competition, all these things, you will then have the possibility of being stuck in this because this is your time to get out of it. And then this would be the result of that. So it's almost because I've heard like the worlds are fractaling even, you know, and you're going to have mm -hmm. one reality where it makes more sense, kind of new earthy and just at least cooperation. People are being cool. Maybe the idea of Atlantis having the rules on like these epic things that are basically, you know, don't go shoot somebody in the face and rob all their stuff. Like, yeah, everybody's cool with that. We can agree. We're cool. Let's, <laughs> let's go play some tennis and snowboard or something. Um, yeah. And if you don't make that choice, then the possibility of riding out that, that flip side, the dark side of just basically running another cycle of enslavement. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that kind of, well, you hit, you hit on something really profound and I discovered this kind of early on is we, we don't believe that what we think creates our own reality. We don't believe that really, do we? Some people say it and they're like, Oh yeah, there's those, uh, the, those people that uh, the positive thinkers and they think all that, you know, but, but the reality is we do create our own reality. And in uh, Drunvalo Melchizedek's book, Flower of Life, he talks about what happens right at the point where this energetic threshold for humanity is met that trigger that what I would like to say triggers your eighth latent DNA circuit that was put in there by Anki, by the way, he designed you to experience this. And that circuit rewrites all your other circuits. It's like doing 20 years of yoga, your pineal gland comes on, you start buzzing, and you're experiencing the full life that usually only a few people do in this life, okay? And the people that wake up to experiencing a pain-free body, um, energetic, feelings that are coincident with the creator of all and manifest and they see the manifestation of their thoughts to actions they know it may not happen immediately unless they learn how to learn okay like the masters of the far east could do they could create their own meals for themselves just through their thought well this goes very deep into talking about what capabilities do we have as co-creators with the creator of all what are our capabilities can what what can we create right you know, we can do these tasks, but can do we have the power of what they described in the uh, Masters of the Far East, like a quantum encryption encoding in our system that can take light, stitch it together with fundamental elements from the periodic table and create what, whatever we want. Because that's how the material in our simulator is made that we see, and we call it real. It's made out of basic elements and light stitched together in various bonds through frequency vibrations, right? Like cymatics in a way. So, and, and we are too, by the way. <laughs> so our frequency is just a little different than theirs. But um, so from that standpoint, if this external 
cycle of a great year. They call it a great year for a reason. I think it's because if you were alive at that time and you were exposed to this energetic change, uh, you got to go to the higher dimensional state that you were intended to all along. And I think everybody ends up going there eventually as part of the simulator, especially if they choose that. Okay, so what Drim Vallow says when we get close to that event is be careful what you're thinking. Because whatever you think, right, when that occurs, you're going to manifest it. He's like, okay, if you're thinking somebody's prowling around outside your house with a gun, they want to rob you, guess what? That's what's going to show up in your reality. So it's like a holodeck. You're creating it all, okay? And it happens very quickly once you get into another dimensional state where we don't have the restrictions on material form like we do here. Even though it happens, it just happens slower, right? Go ahead. You were going to say something. Yeah, and I wanted to keep going, but I just, I thought it's so interesting. I've had that direct experience, you know, at Burning Man, you know, it's a higher, I think, you know, I did a, a paper on it. Basically, the long story short is my theory is that everybody more or less is in their hearts because it's a gifting economy. So the vibration of our hearts is, you know, thousands of times stronger than our minds. So we're in a coherent field and people have spontaneous healings, uh, law of attraction, they call it playa magic, right? You think something, you know, you need scissors and somebody's coming down in a tutu with these comic sized scissors. They work. It's not exactly how you imagine, but they come. Right. And a lot of the work that I'll do, I'll, I'll hear people like, oh man, I've had such a terrible time at Burning Man. I didn't think it was going to be like this. And I get to talk to them and they're thinking the thing, like one of the, the girls that I was speaking with, she's like, I thought like the guys here were going to be cool, but they keep cat calling me and being inappropriate. And I was like, well, does this happen in your regular life? She's like, yeah, it does. And I was like, well, you're probably putting it out there because it, you get that mirror much faster. And so I've, I've mm -hmm. heard this that, you know, my, my good friend, Jason Styles told me, he's just like, the way that I think about it is that everybody, my thoughts are public domain, that everybody can, like when I'm talking to you, they, they can know what I'm thinking. And I was like, oh, that's mm -hmm. cool. And Dan Winter, who I'm sure you're aware of, talks about having thoughts as a shareable wave, having shareable thoughts, thoughts that will be harmonious for all of life. And well, that's, that's, well, that's the help. thing is all thoughts, all thoughts are shared. You can't yeah. not share them. Okay. The question yeah. is whether other people consciously know they're receiving them. Okay, so <laughs> and when you start dealing with the Merkaba field and things like that and expanding your own energy field, you start to realize this is real. And you walk through the grocery store, and you can feel things from other people at a distance that you don't want to feel and you don't want to know about things like mm. that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so let's let's go back to the idea of a happy ending here and that. The first happy thing to find out is that we were genetically designed and connected so that our pathways do lead back to the original source of the creator of all and that we are eternal energy forms and this is only a stop along our way that ought to remove the sting and fear of death for people if they really could grasp that and get that okay because the fear of death is due to ignorance and it's been used against people the religious community has used it ad infinitum. Listen, how many religious institutions have been selling salvation and you do this and you do that, you go through these people and we'll give it to you. You can't buy your salvation. You yeah, gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. It's inside like Jesus or Yeshua or Melchizedek or Buddha, what they told you where light meets this, this in your energy ganglions of your nerve complex that connects to your brain. Okay, with all your 
uh, glands that go with each of those chakras, okay? There's, a, there's an endo, endocrine system that's triggered by energetically that co coincides with your energy body. That includes the pineal gland, the pituitary gland, the thymus, and several others, okay? They're all coincident with these energy centers for a reason. They have their function that works when you're in your ka energy, right? But then they have their function that works when your fa energy is activated. And that's real life. That's the, that's the one where Noah was accused of having found life, right? The son of Enki, Atrahasis, Zeusudra. He, he found life. Well, it's because, it's because of this, the life that they're talking about is this the eternal energy that animates us all. Okay? But if you give that up to go along with the money magic system from Marduk, his father, Enki, told us in an anonymous message, you will be recycled. That's how sternly he feels about it because of uh, what his son has done, which basically is light of the whole world and position himself to become the new world order leader after the whole field is cleared with either Nibiru destroying it where you don't tell everybody or you cause a nuclear war or a pandemic or <laughs> let Fukushima keep radiating till all the algae's gone. We won't have it out you anyway. There were so many ways to exterminate the occupants of this planet, and they could use any one of them. So, so it, I feel like we're being held hostage a little bit right at the ascension window, okay? That's where it's going to get the most intense, where, like, some of these might get away, right? We don't want them to get away. Let's get rid of them first, right? These are the dissidents, and we're very close to that window. So it's almost like... It's a good time to keep doing your mission, but not draw too much attention to yourself and go ahead and be a light for the world. They're watching and go through this process without fear, right? Right in the lion's den, right up to the last minute. No, I'm not using your money. Do what you will. I know where I'm going. <laughs> and I can't be manipulated in any way, shape, or form because of that. And I hope that becomes the truth for everyone else, because the, the only the idea that we can change this reality on this prison planet. Um, the reality is it was designed as a prison planet for in, incarnating souls. It serves its function and you wouldn't have woken up had you not been through the prison system, would you? Well, maybe you would, but you wouldn't appreciate it if you had to be attached to a planet that had people or avatars living in a material form that are going through the same thing that you're going through. And we're all going through the same thing. It's an evolution of consciousness back to the source of it all, which is the creator of all. That's where we're all going and we're all in different stages, even on different planets and galaxies. We're all doing that. I don't care if you're a, if you're a Draco, a gray. Well, I will have to say though, if you're an artificial replicating viral intelligence and you're just a clone, without any connection to the creator of all, and you think creating like that is okay, then I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I think, I think that needs to be stopped. Because you're, you're falsely creating in, a, in the hologram that the creator of all created with something that doesn't follow the rules of the creator of all. And, and then, you know, that's not going to be allowed forever. Imagine if you were the creator of all and you had a timeline that you could just, well, that's an interesting experiment you've done down there. I didn't authorize it. So I'm just going to put you on an infinite loop on that timeline. You don't go on the main timeline and it'll be fun to watch and see how this turns out. We'll record it for the other posterity sakes of the other 
civilizations that think they want to pull this. Whatever, right? And I think that is what's going on with the earth. This has truly become one of those places where it's a prison planet. Thing, artificial viral replicating intelligence has landed here. It's infiltrating all the governments. It's running it like a, <laughs> like a prison system. And I think the only people that escape from this are the ones who activate their bioenergy that was given to them. And it's, it's not going to be pretty. None of us get out of this alive in this body. Okay. But don't, don't be afraid. Your essence is immortal and it's light. And it can take on another body if it wants to. And by the way, this is where I want to close this with. For anybody who's ever had an out-of-body experience, they know exactly what I'm saying because they've lived this, they've experienced it. They know their intellect and their core essence of their energy. Call it your body or whatever it is. Your soul. It exists outside of the meat host. And it's eternal. It's immortal. It's multidimensional, <laughs> right? That's the truth. And millions and millions of people know that, but they don't regularly talk about it because they don't want to be considered a wacko, you know? But that's the truth. So that's pretty much all I wanted to say for today. I think we'll save some of this other more advanced stuff like learning and some other crazy stuff that <laughs> you want to know about from the Masters of the Far East. We could do another show about some other time. But oh, yeah, I would I love that. What the heck is learning? Is that when you're... Well, this comes from a space called light encoding the reality matrix. Remember I told you how does, oh, light yeah, mix yeah. How does it mix with the periodic table and create uh, stibium? How does it create sulfur? How does it create mercury? See what I'm saying? So we, we think of these as real substances, but they're not really real. They're just, <laughs> they're just function, functionally real to us in the simulator that are created for the hologram. Nothing is real but energy. All material tra transitions to its energetic state eventually. And then maybe back, but maybe not. Right? Holy crap, man. Well, dude, this was a, this was a privilege and I, I'm so glad to have you on here. I know when I'd reached out, we had like a couple private conversations just because I was so fascinated by your work and everything that you're doing. <laughs> so I was like, I was so privileged to be uh, just listening to you and go through that. So I just want to thank you. Um, before I let you go, I'll just give you two things. One, make sure people, I know you're doing a crowdfunding and you're mm -hmm. setting up a, your YouTube stuff is, if you want to learn more about this stuff, that's why I didn't get you to dive deep because you have you know, stuff yeah. everywhere that goes deep on everything that you just said, you know, and you go in, in depth so people can check that out. So where can they see more? Check out the crowdfunding stuff you got going on. Um, the yeah, the best place to go is to my website, GeraldClark77.com. And from there, I have links to my Facebook. I have a pretty good YouTube presence. Uh, just look up Gerald Clark. Um, I got a couple of channels out there. Uh, I don't really do much with Twitter or Instagram or <laughs> all these other ones. It's hard enough to get me to do anything social anyway. So I'm lucky to do that much. But I do, I do have some premier content that I'm setting up and I'm doing a lot of work with that and still sharing with the YouTube community. But I'm putting some of my best of my best on my premier content. I'm gonna do that from now on. So uh, uh, I am moving, working on a crowdfunding campaign like you mentioned, uh, it's kind of, Switching right now from funding the getting the tools so we can play with making a movie to a marketing phase right now where there's a, I guess you'd say a, a marketing kit that's being developed with all the things that somebody who wants to evaluate this opportunity would have in it, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like 
screenplays and things like that, you know. So I've, I've made it digital. I've animated uh, quite a bit of it. I've got some sample videos and some clips to bring that concept to life. So I'm just working. I just released that. Actually, I'm, I'm publishing it right now as we speak. It, it went through its first iteration and publishing yesterday nice. online. So once that's done, I, we're hoping to get uh, this Anunnaki story told as a movie. It was supposed to be three parts. And this is just the first part where it goes from their prehistory on Nibiru about 450,000 years ago up to the birth of uh, the first chimera, which is where we came into the story. So in the Garden of Eden. Okay. <laughs> so that's where the, that's where that story is. I think it's a story that needs to be told. And it, it, it uh, yes, it's told entertaining as a, an allegory with the names changed to protect the innocent and to keep it so it doesn't get squashed. But uh, it does chronologically tell the right story with the right characters and, and the right places. So uh, I'd like to see that story told. It's worth being told. And, and I think a movie, it would be a good way to, to expose a lot of people to it. If it doesn't make it to that, it's going to be available in a screenplay and with uh, whatever conceptual work I'm able to put toward it. And you can kind of see the, I'll, I'll point over here, you can see the movie posters on the back wall here that I had made for it. Title, but it's Odyssey Key. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. you posted a, some pretty cool animations. I remember the one time talking yeah. to you, you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to learn how to animate stuff. And then gradually you just learned how, oh. just because why not? Gradually. <laughs> that, that was like a, that was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the idea that these programs have gotten so memory intensive, polygon crunching intensive, that for you to render something that looks real time, it takes a monster machine to do that well. <laughs> I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Like you, you won't get one off the shelf that can handle this. So you're talking a very specialized video card and things like that. A loss of memory. And, and then there's all the, the time to just try to figure out, you know, how do I make this stupid avatar try to talk and move and be realistic? You know, uh, uh, I, I, I kind of did it for two reasons. One, because I, as an engineer, seemed attracted to 3D modeling. I don't know why. <laughs> Simulating modeling. Uh, and also, uh, I figured it was a way I could do some concept work and see if I could get enough interest in getting the story to the next level. Because Truly, to make a trailer that's three, four minutes long, like the big big houses do, you're talking righteous bucks there, buddy. You know, probably a hundred thousand dollars, if not more. And a lot of times, they're taking stuff from the movie. These are key scenes from the movie, so the movie has to be pretty implemented to have the scene sets and all that action captured. You know. Yep. So it's kind yep. of a deep a deep dive to produce a trailer. But, well, from even what you discussed today, like you take a portion of that and turn it into a movie, it would just be the most, it's like, you know, the Matrix on steroids mixed with Star, mixed with Star Wars, you know, you can have like seven in, installments, 20 installments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, imagine, imagine, you know, not only just ancient astronaut story, but they're talking about advanced stuff like creating avatars, moving the energy in and out of an avatar, um, establishing latent circuits so that they can wake up and all the shenanigans that go back and forth and trying to and ultimately it was a battle over consciousness one of them slavery and consciousness don't go they don't go together well right because if you've got a reflective consciousness, you're gonna hey what are these shackles on my hand there digging i'm digging i'm digging what's going on you know so with a reflective consciousness it's it's antithetical to slavery and so this has always been the battleground even in the stories where you know uh in the 
the story of Adam and Eve, you know, where she chooses to take something that represents the tree of knowledge. Well, why would knowledge be a bad thing, right? Well, that's why is because, you know, the, the slave master wanted the slaves to be the slaves, had no interest in them being on the council and being peers. Okay. So that's, and that hasn't really changed from that, from the species. You can call it racism if you want, but it's a reality. If you're a subset of this species and they're more advanced than you are, listen, slavery happens naturally in those circumstances. So it's, it's more of an idea of how do you fit in when advanced meets not advanced? Is there a subjugation willingly or unwillingly? And if it's willing, this is where people are going to monasteries and trying to learn what the masters know, right? That's willingly. Unwillingly is they end up as the fodder in the resource gathering galactic colonization plans of the of this ancient race or whoever it is okay and it's more than just one <laughs> according to the soviet uh, documents we've had 70 to 80 races that have visited this planet according to the kgb documents snap snap <laughs> so Get, anyway wait, we should close wait, this out <laughs> wait before i want to ask you one more question before we go okay. just, just okay. because if you can elaborate or keep it short up to you so if we're in this and all this is happening and you know all this stuff, well, the one thing I wanted to draw was just, um, crap, now I'm going down a rabbit hole of the, of the consciousness of like your thoughts, you create your reality. So, you know, sometimes people can get lost in a rabbit hole and it might not be, you know, then you're kind of like dark and scared of stuff. And, and then it's hard to have thoughts where you feel safe and secure and stuff like that. Right. So I just wanted to bring that up and maybe you could touch on it. But the question I wanted to ask was, well, let me do it for you. Forget Okay. Emerald okay. Tablet 6 describes a process where you can talk to the cycle masters yourself. And in that process, they guarantee you they will block the Dark Brothers, meaning Marduk and the Draco and the ones that can walk into your body. They will block them from your path. It says it right in And you can do it for other people too. Everybody ought to do that and see what happens. Really? Awesome. There isn't I, any I, higher source other than the creator of all and these cycle masters are their liaisons and if he's given you a process to approach them and ask for them not to intercede anymore in your light path why not yeah right if you call that cultish to me i'm like okay call me a cult person but because i'm doing that and, it works. <laughs> and i've been doing it since thoth told me that and i believed it and it works amazing so this so it does lead into my final question what do we do you know what, like if, if we want to kind of like wake up, because, you know, most of the people listening to this, they got a job, they're doing their thing. Uh, they're trying to navigate reality to the best they can within the, the effery that we have here. What's your like tips on just, you know, just. I'm only going to give, I'm only gonna give, no, I'm only going to give one. Okay. Take responsibility for your energy. And the first thing you can do to experiment with that is, is, a, is in 17 breaths, you can figure out how to change that. And we've just recorded the Merkaba meditation uh, on YouTube. And I put it on my YouTube channel. In 17 breaths, you have the opportunity to wake up your Ba energy and start living a real life, not a life of illusion. Okay? If you choose to do that, your life will change. Because when you wake up your Ba energy, listen, it's like a weasel popping its head up into a different dimension. Other entities are watching that dimension and they initiate you or they're going to pop you back down if you're not ready. So if you're, if you're doing bad things and you think you're going to go be a light being, that doesn't work. Okay. You're going to have to purify your consciousness and subjugate your ego if you want to play this game. 
right? You know that, I know that, that's the two requisites to having an alchemical initiation experience. Heck you yes. Your whole life, you can spend your whole life doing that. But if you do the Merkaba in 17 breaths and you commit to doing that, and if you have to do it every day for two weeks, do it. It only takes five minutes. See what happens. Because then if you wake up that Baal energy, it's like taking the, even though it's the wrong color pill in the matrix, you will wake up and you will have the encounter with the energetic entities from other dimensions that are here that want to want to see you ascend out of this morass. But it's up to you. You can't, nobody can do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. You have to choose that, like what you've done. You choose ascension, right? You don't hand this off to a group and say, well, I believe your dogma, so I'm going to be saved. It's all good. That doesn't work. Truth is a pathless land, and your path is different than everyone else's. And you have to choose that reality that you want, right? And, you've, and anybody who's chasing their chakras and trying to wake up, they've done that. They're doing that. Just keep doing that. There's nothing more to do except know you're eternal and get rid of your fear. Incredible, it's, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah fear is the enemy. Fear is the enemy. It'll keep you from changing your mind, changing your clothes because somebody doesn't like it or whatever else. Get rid of the fear and live mm -hmm. your life. Yeah, yeah, man. That was really amazing, powerful, beautiful clothes. The only thing I wanted to add on to it because I thought about it before is like the simplicity that you're sharing of just the searching and seeking is like two levels of consciousness. And one is freedom and ascension. And the other one is kind of like, say, just are you looking to, you know, wake well, up and or no, is, every, it, is it more? <laughs> not, every, not every seeker becomes a finder. Okay. Yeah. The one's running around. Honest on seeking. Train. Going, looking out there, out there, out there. Let's go to Tibet. I got to go study in India. No. Yeah. No, no. It's right here, right now, in the now. You don't have to go anywhere. Okay? Yeah. And in the Masters of the Far East, and actually the Lost Teachings of Atlantis, he talks about find universal consciousness right here, right now, where you are. Because it's not out there. It's right in here. <laughs> find that first. And then wherever you go, whatever. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. You take yourself everywhere you go. That's just my two cents on that. So no, but you that. can, you can yeah. be a finder as a seeker, but I see a lot of seekers be seekers their whole lives and not finders. Yeah. Yeah. Go in. It's here. That's what the, that's right. yeah, that's what that right. teaching says. Yeah, man. It, it's been a privilege, my friend. I hope to have you back. You're welcome any day, anytime. Um, I just definitely tell people to check out your, I'm going to do your meditation actually right as soon as we jump off. Yeah, so actually it's recorded with Krista. Krista does the vocals on it. And if I gave a little link in there. You go like three minutes and 45 seconds into it because she gives instruction first, but you can go right to it and it's less than seven minutes. You'd be done. Yeah. And I heard it was like 17 seconds to affect energy, like to become the creator force. I don't know if you've heard of anything like that. 17 seconds of direct, you know, pumping it out. Then that's what it takes for us to kind of filter through and get that charge going. Yeah, well, we, we modified it slightly. I got involved with something called rebirthing way back when I was studying sacred geometry where it talks about connecting the breath. And once I did structure work and realized you're activating the Ida and Pingala nadis in your sphenopalatine ganglia, that's where that energy is happening. So breathing through your nose with this meditation is very important. Try If you just try one thing, if you just hyperventilate real quickly through your nose, not your mouth, until it starts burning and then hold your breath for just a few seconds and then let it out. Watch the state change you get in your energy. Okay. Cause what you've just done 
has changed the blood gas mixture of your body and activated the energetic <laughs> uh, senopalatine ganglia up inside here, where actually it leads to your third eye, but it's actually up in your nose. Well, this is part of what we do with the Merkaba is breathe in seven and out seven through your nose, okay? And, and if you, you can do it fast if you want, and it'll, it'll probably have the same effect, but if you do it, you know, count of seven, so you get fully the right mixture of the oxygen and the nitrogen and all that in your system. When you do the, prop, the pauses, they're not long pauses, less than 10 seconds, and you experience this energetic change is a function of your breath. It's very powerful, very powerful. So I hope you like it. Take some notes for me. Let me know <laughs> what happens for you. And if you get good at it, you may want to teach it to people because it's, it, it is a one thing that you can do to help get people in touch with their energy body. Also, things like reading the power of now and understanding that the body is, gives you access to the now is one of those portals. Just paying attention to your body, like, how does your back feel right now? How does your head, your neck, uh, are you, are you, do you feel right with gravity? You know, that's another entrance into the now. So those are other things that you can do. And then we can get way more advanced into learning energy body equations <laughs> and structure work and starfire goals and all that kind of stuff. But the reality is, I think we're approaching that window very shortly. I mean, very shortly. Like, if I ever had to guess in the next five years, I think it's going to happen. That's amazing to know that's happening in our lifetime. So I think you got very little time to think about getting your energy as far as it can get, your chakras as high as they can go, because in the next incarnation, you, you're going to get to go the next step farther. It doesn't end. There's thousands of steps back to the creator of all through the evolution of consciousness. So think about that. So there's, a lot of, there's a lot of work to do, and it's all learning. You know, it's, but it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile, especially when it comes to differentiating the self from the not self, because that's where all the religions come to their junction point is that place. Right. Amazing brother. Well, I appreciate okay. you so much. I appreciate the work, man. Um, so, thanks yeah. for sharing all that stuff. And, and well, I, pre I appreciate you too. You, you've written a book. We didn't talk much about that. So, um, I see good things coming for your for your path, and you just keep going. You're you're sharing light. That's what you need to be doing. And you're Thanks, serving man. reality by doing that, because there is no other reality. You're not of the delusion that you're going to be able to change everybody and wake everybody up. Because that, listen, that's not the truth. You're having an experience. You share your map. You enjoy sharing the map, and hopefully, some people get benefit from that. If they don't. Listen, how many people do you think Jesus actually encountered? They're the being that was you know, that we call the savior, right? How many do you think he actually encountered with no internet, no telephone? You know, in the low thousands, maybe hundreds? <laughs> in 30 years, you know? So we don't have to take on the whole world and hope that we raise them all up when the, you know, it's whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen by design. And a lot of it has to do with Enki's design for us, which I still think is pretty fascinating, so. With that said, I want to say on behalf of all the people watching this on Seven Planet Broadcasting that uh, you all know and have heard all this stuff. So uh, support Matt and support all the other people that are on Light Missions because uh, they're not here for the money.
Right. Thanks, man. Okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, let's say bye to everybody and go take a break. I know your bladder's probably ready. Peace out. Yeah, take care. <laughs> See you guys. You guys. All right, guys, that wraps up part two with Gerald Clark, the podcast. So I know I hope that you got to part two because I know the first one is you may go to the depths of despair, but he does take you out with a really interesting concept of what might happen that, you know, wow, as I see it, I was like, you know what, who knows, maybe, and it would be your consciousness that steers to its own evolution. Uh, Really fascinating concepts. He has a lot of material online, he's a really smart guy. And, you know, it comes down to the actions of kindness, the actions of compassion, the actions of serving your community um, and and finding out who and what you are. So we can always find these simple principles. I want to thank you guys for supporting the show, leaving a review on iTunes, supporting me on Patreon, just, uh, you know, that's super helpful. I appreciate that. You can check out Matt Belair dot com forward slash store for our sponsors purium uh you can get a 50 dollars gift card which is uh you know activate health and bit.ly activate health and you know you can get something for free or get a big discount or whatever but it's amazing stuff and you're really going to like it sign up for the email list if you want and if you want to do coaching you want me to come speak i'm getting a increased number of inquiries and i really enjoy that so just inquire and we'll have a conversation so sometimes i can't come in person but we can do a zoom conference call it can come into your group Um, we can do group coaching we can do one-on-one coaching so if you're really looking to level up in a way it's a little bit of a difference between like this yin yang of peak performance and uh, personal fulfillment so uh, you know if you're going if you're stuck or you want to find your way or you want to have more fulfillment that's really what we specialize in and uh, getting you to feel amazing designing the life that you want and enjoying the dance of creation because it doesn't happen instantly and uh, have lots of tools and techniques and ways to support that creation and if that's something that you'd like to have help with just hit me up mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and I am more than happy to have a conversation and see how I can help so thank you guys so much for listening I love and appreciate you um I just want to inspire you to do some acts of kindness. Oh, I totally forgot that, uh, you know, any any part of the podcast from now on with these shares, and if you're listening to the podcast, um, if you can hashtag Matt Belair podcast and just either just timestamp what it was, and if you want to go a little bit further, um, you know, write what was the aha moment for you, because in doing that, you're going to inspire other people to, uh, you know, you're going to share your wisdom. It'll be an aha for other people too. So I want to start to collect as many of those as possible. So if you're listening to the podcast, just take a little note timestamp and share on facebook with matt belair podcast on my official page uh, matt belair official and we'll collect them all and we'll do little uh, snippets and little videos and things like that but you sharing your aha moments will probably be an aha moment for many other people so you don't know who you're affecting by taking that time and sharing why it was special so please start doing that i really appreciate it um jeremy Carbone has already hooked it up once. And I was like, thank you, man. Like, that's it. You know, the more of those we get out there, the more we're going to share our understanding and our learning. So that's it. So before we get out of here, I want to, again, empower you with your infinite multidimensional light body. And all you need to do is set the intention and take in some breaths with that intention. So intending to activate the infinite light body in your higher self, taking in a deep breath in through your nose, connecting to life force energy. Imagine powerful crystalline golden light filling every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being connecting you to all life on the planet just seeing you expand and just breathe out slowly with all the cares and all the limitations any past programming just letting it go now taking another deep breath in through your nose and just seeing this light body expand your connection to the universe expand all of your cells activate radiate 
and just let out slowly this breath with all the cares, all the worries, all the limitation, all the past trauma, anything that is no longer serving you, just letting that go now. Taking another deep breath in through the nose and again magnifying this feeling, this divine connection, activating your light body, your true self, your higher self, your infinite self, your clear mind, your clear heart, your connection with source, just activated completely. And I want you to send out this energy of activation and peace and harmony and coherence to all beings on the planet. And I'm sending that to you now, all of my love, energy, support, coherence, wisdom, brothership, just sending all of that support to you and just feel that and receive that and send your version of that out to everyone on the planet and just see it come back to you magnified a million fold and let that wash over every cell and every fiber of your being, just allowing yourself to sit in this knowing that you are enough, you are a human being and you are good enough just to exist as you are, letting go of any limitation, feeling totally loved, peaceful, secure and coherent. So thank you so much for listening to another episode and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.